the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What is the need of the hour? Let us look at our memory verse, 1 Peter 4, 7, that the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Can we say it together? But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, so what is the need of the hour looking at this scripture? From this scripture, we see that there is a need for us to be serious and watchful in our prayers at the end of time. So the need of the hour is what? Prayer. The need of the hour is prayer. This we can see in many, many scriptures. Now, let's look at our text scriptures, our text scriptures. Let's put some flesh on the bones, on the structure. Let's put some substance into the structures. Amen. Now you can have structures, but there is nothing inside. You've got to have structure first so that you have place or places to put substance. If you have substance and you don't have you're going to scatter, your substance will scatter. So we've got some structure, some framework. So let's put some flesh on the bones. Looking at Luke 18, 1 to 8. Luke 18, 1 to 8. That's the first one we're going to consider. This is a parable. And as I was looking at this again, I realized that Jesus gave many parables. And many times those parables are actual They are actual events. They are real things that happen, whether in the past, present, or even in his foresight in the future. Things that have not yet happened, but he will bring as example. I hope you got the picture. So Jesus will not just be talking about some things that are not real. Those parables, most of them are real life stories. Things that happened thousands of years before or in the present time or thousands of years to come. Jesus will draw on them. Because Jesus knew all things. Praise God. So here, he spoke a parable today that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Saying, actually here, Jesus is looking forward, looking to the time of his coming, hmm? to the time of the end time. Hmm. It's so he said, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that same city and she came to this judge saying, get justice for me from my adversary. And he will not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, though I do not fear God, nor regard man as the end of the world nears. Even now, there are those who do not fear God and they do not regard any person. And they are in positions of authority. They are constituted authority. They are judges and senators and kings, whatever it is. Yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. Lest by a continual coming be weary me. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. Mm, that's the misnomer, unjust judge. And shall not God avenge his own elect who cry day and night, though he dares long with them. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith? On the earth. Again, the picture of this is that Jesus was looking to the future. Jesus sees a time or saw a time 
and a woman, a widow woman, probably a childless widow woman. Because if this widow woman had, you know, a grown son, she would have asked a son to help her. She was by herself. So Jesus saw this widow, a time in the future, before his coming, and drew from that to give us this parable. So the first thing we need to see in this parable is setting of it, which I just described to you, meaning the background of the foreground. In this parable, Jesus is describing how the world and even constituted authority will be like at the time of his second coming. Listen to what he says. He says in verses 7 and 8, Luke 18, 7 and 8, And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him? And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he be as long with them? Tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man come, will he find faith on the earth? That's the setting, the time in the future, before the second coming. Shall God, Jesus said, shall I find faith on earth? Because that time, you're going to be dealing with unjust judge, unjust judges. You're going to be dealing with constituted authorities that are wicked. You're going to be dealing with darkness. What are you going to do? He says, men ought always to pray and not to fail. That time, you're going to need prayer. Because that time, you're going to be dealing with authorities, evil authority, powerful authority. Cry to the authority of God or divine authority to obtain physical authority. This account, parable, an actual real event of life, like I said to you, that Jesus gives, shows us clearly what we need to be doing in the latter days. Because the latter days will be difficult, diligent in the place of prayer if we are going to make it. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. If you don't pray, you will play. How do we get to pray? So we're going to consider some practical thing because we can talk prayer and not pray prayer. Mm. We pray prayer, not just talk prayer. You can talk love, do love. Don't just talk love, do love. So don't just talk prayer, pray. If you don't pray, you play. And if you play with the devil, you lose. Let me say that again. Also, this account, this parable, this actual event that Jesus gave us shows us the victory of persistent prayer over wicked, evil government authority. Let me say that again. This account, this parable, this actual event, this real life event story that Jesus gave us shows us very vividly victory of persistent prayer over entrenched, unjust, wicked, evil government or authority. It also shows us the power of persistent, consistent faith or prayer in the life of one of the weakest of us, a widow, a childish widow for that matter. Do you see yourself weak? You see yourself like this, widow? You think that you don't have any power because you don't have any money, because you don't have any body, because you don't have any education. You don't know anything and you think that you are powerless. This widow did not know nobody, did not have money, did not have any child. But she overcame authority, a judge. So he was a constituted authority, a powerful person. But this widow was able to overcome this power by her prayer, by her prayer. So she kept going, but she kept praying. She kept going, but she kept praying. Don't stop going. Don't stop asking for your right. And keep on praying. Amen. She didn't just sit at home. Many of us will do that. Many Christians will do that. Oh, I'm praying. Oh, I'm praying. Oh, I'm praying. Oh, I'm praying fasting. Then you sit at home. No, this widow didn't do that. Amen. She was praying and she was going out. She was praying and she was going out. She was praying and she was going out. 
No, there is physicality to take care of, and there is spirituality of it. But you know, it's when you put the physicality and the spirituality together that you get what physical things that you do and spiritual things that you do put together gets you prosperity, gets you success, real success. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, the need of the hour, the need of the hour. Matthew nine thirty-five to thirty-eight. Matthew nine thirty-five to thirty-eight. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages. Again, the word of the Lord to us is the need of the hour. The need of the hour. What is the need of the hour? What is the hour? The hour is in time. The hour is the last day. The hour is night time. It's crunch time. It's a tricky time. It's a spooky time. It's a treacherous time. It's a dangerous time. That is the hour we are in. What is the need of the hour? We say the need of the hour is prayer. The need of the hour is God because God is the focus of our prayer. God is the focus of our prayer. So when we say the need of the hour is prayer, it means the need of the hour is God. Seek for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All other things will be added unto you. The need of the hour is seeking God. Matthew 9, 35 to 38. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, you know, someone is healed, someone is delivered, someone got this or that, and this news spread around, the news got around, and the people started coming. People started coming from everywhere. Multitudes gathered together, wanting their hearts to be addressed, wanting their diseases to be healed, their sicknesses to be healed, wanting their broken heart to be fixed. And when he saw them, wow, this is too much. How can I alone? Take care of all, of all of these people. How can I don't take care of all these people? It was overwhelming. Jesus felt overwhelmed. Felt over, overwhelmed. The people also were weary. They were tired because he could not attend to all of them at the same time. Of course, in his power, he could have said, everyone be healed. Everyone receive what you need. Jesus didn't do that because he wanted to teach us something. Imagine being in line. Being in line. Waiting to stay with Jesus. Waiting to be cancelled, waiting to be to, to talk to Jesus, and you have long lines like people waiting for COVID nineteen test, waiting for long lines, huh? and in their waiting they became weary, they became frustrated. Jesus saw that, and he said, the "Scripture says when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd, no women with their children on the floor." You know, waiting, they don't tired and hungry. So all of it. And verse 37 said, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Now, what can we see from here? The harvest is much. The harvest, the laborers are few then. You think about planting and harvesting. I said, which one would you like to be part of? How would that be part of harvest? Amen. Hallelujah. There will be some things, you know, to eat. There will be some things to enjoy. Hallelujah. It's more thrilling. It's more exciting to be an harvester than a planter. I love that scripture that says, He who goes forth weeping, very precious seed, they shall doubtless come back again with joy, bringing his sheaves, his harvest with him. He that goeth forth weeping, weeping, he that went for weeping. Weeping means you no know, going through an, an unchanneled place to make a path in the wilderness to get something planted. 
He who goes for weeping, bearing precious seed. The ground had not been cultivated. The ground had not been broken. So you got to break the ground. But you got precious seed. He said, that person will come back. Will undoubtedly come back with joy. Going forth is with weeping. Coming back is with joy. I say, will bring harvest with it. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. Oh, if you have worked hard, if you have sown, may you reap in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So, three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.